It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no, but angel hair pasta. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Do you know Andy? Yeah, very excited. Very excited. A household voice, I would say. Yeah. Well, yeah, household, car hold, whatever you listen to Andy on. Shower. Shower voice. I normally get prepared for guests. Well, you probably go, really? Crap. But I do have a little think. Uh, I haven't with Andy. Got it. This is gonna be the worst episode ever. <laughs> hey, hello. Oh, yeah. oh. Are you alright? I'm good. How are you, Dave? Yeah, good. This is John. Hello, John. How are you? Hi, Andy. Nice to meet you. He's after your job. Uh, which one? <laughs> All of them. The, the nude one. All of them. <laughs> the nude one. Can, do I sound alright? Do I, Can you see everything? Is everything fine? Yeah. Well, let me move that. All Perfect. Right. How are you both? Are you good? You alright, Dave? Yeah, good. I was just saying to John, I normally I have a, I have a little think about right the guest is coming on. Um, we we'll ask them, ask them that. Like, With you, I've just waltzed in here. <laughs> I take that as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> it is a compliment because John went, "Oh, he's not important." And I went, "No, I just knew it'd be easy." Be, oh, that's nice. Thanks, man. I'm going to be really difficult today. What do you want to know about us? Um, I want to know how often do you both masturbate. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not where I thought that I question fucking was going. hate that question. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my new football club. What do I want to know about you? Um, I like your hat, Dave. Thanks. I really, I really like your top. I really like your top. I've got glasses, right? But when I wear them, let me turn it off. When I wear them, I look like an accountant. Do you want to see it? Oh, they're a bit, um, they're like the craze, aren't they? Would you fucking say, you little freak? Yeah, yeah. That's because, this is really weird, right? <laughs> you you won't have noticed this, but I'm the only person in the world who, when you put normal glasses on, they're too high. My, you see, your eyebrows should be above glasses, right? Should they? <laughs> yeah. Who says? They just should. If you look at any picture of anyone with glasses, eyebrows are above. But these are the, this is the only pair. See yours are. I can't wear them. It's the only pair I can wear because otherwise I look like this. That's all right. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have said anything if I told you I didn't need to prepare for the pod. I wouldn't have mentioned anything. 
Andy, I've got to chat to you about... Do you know what this pod's about? Football. Well, no. Oh. Well, it is. <laughs> well, no, it is. Go but on. You know I support Man United. I thought you support Exeter. Well, that's yeah. what the pod's about. This is the conversation we always have, Dave, uh, Andy. It's ridiculous. He can't pick. He's always switching. Right. Make your mind up. How many wives have you got? Just... I've supported... <laughs> Sorry, have you refused to answer that question? <laughs> Just leave it there, son. I support, I've supported Man United. I cut, I'll cut all this. I've supported Man United since I was seven. Right. Moved down to Devon. Thought, I want to watch my local side. want to get some live football in my veins. Started supporting Exeter. Started going to watch Exeter. I'm, invest- I'm in now. Okay. I really love it. Okay. Do you still enjoy Man United? Don't worry about that. I'm <laughs> just yeah. in case you're worrying. Yeah. John's a massive Exeter fan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. He was on the board at 16. Really? Now you're in. Yep. You're on the board at 16. I don't know if that says more about you or a club. <laughs> I don't know if I'm meant to go... You're, that's amazing, well done. Incredible. Or, fucking hell, what a sad club to get a 16-year-old on the board. I don't know which way to go on that. So I had to, I had to stand for elections. I had to be I had to be voted in by, uh, by like, so there's like a, like a, it's called the Trust. They own the football club and um, they have like 5,000 members and you need to be in the top four of the people that are voted for. So about eight people stand most years. Okay. Yep. And what's your, what's your, when you got voted in on the board, as what? A director? Uh, so, well, so you're, you're technically a trustee, not a director. But the trust own the football club. So you make, like, the, like the, they call it, like, bigger picture decisions. So, like, not the day-to-day, like, oh, what's Sally from HR on? More like, what is she on? Are we going to move stadium? What, yeah, what uh, is she on? What is Sally in HR? What a nightmare she is. Is there a Sally? I don't think so. <laughs> I think we've got one HR person, maybe right. two. What's, what's Did you make any big decisions, John? Great Did question. You sort of thump, uh, thanks. Yeah, new new training ground that was approved while I was there. Jesus. Yeah. What what other ones? Like what time your mum picks you up from school? <laughs> Sixteen. <laughs> How old are you now? Nah, I got uh, twenty-two. Why did you look up? Is the is your age always written above you? <laughs> no, I don't know. When someone... <laughs> oh, I don't know why I looked up, to be honest. I've got no reasonable answer. <laughs> That's incredible, though. 16 on the ball. What were you doing at 16, Dave? What, where's Dave gone? <laughs> I think he's gone to get a guitar, maybe. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I thought Why so. Why have you decided just to... Mo- oh, he can't hear us. What? what? He, he can't hear us. What? He can't what? Hear us. <laughs> what? Do you know, that would have been a lot easier if you you would have just said, I played the guitar. Oh, I played the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was writing love songs. Were ya? Yeah. Just a bit. Give us one. Come on. Give you us can't one. can't just leave it there. Oh. Yeah, you cannot leave that Come there. on. You make me scared when I think of the ways you make me so scared. 
That's not a love song. That's a song about being scared. No, it's... it's... How's that a love song? <laughs> I shit my pants. How's that fucking It's a nice little melody, though. It's hooked you in. <laughs> I'm scared of ghosts. I thought this was a love song. <laughs> That's the worst love song. Oh, I haven't sung that since 1991. <laughs> when you were scared? It's too scared. Oh, oh fucking hell. What other songs have you got? Now. Can you talk us through the lyrics? Yeah. Uh, it's about sort of feeling out of your depth with a girl. What was um, her name? Um... Hold on, hold on. I know where you wrote that. Maria Whitaker. I know where you wrote that. <laughs> what? I know exactly where you were when you wrote that. <laughs> what, <laughs> where? You're in the waiting room to see your chiropractor, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing to do with it. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> No. I can't believe out of the love songs you've written, that's the one you went for, or that's the verse you went for. Well, that was like the poppy one. That's the one that pe- people started going. Oh, mean, that was the poppy <laughs> one. People! <laughs> <laughs> Give us another one, Dave. Come on. That was amazing. Mm. That was great. I'm not scared anymore. Oh, fucking hell. There's loads. Come There's on, loads. Just one more. I've got folders and folders of the shit. So, are you are you talking to us now? Or are these the lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> I've got folders and folders of the shit. <laughs> hey, he's doing folders of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing album! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fucking no. hell! Oh, uh, what? What were you doing at 16? Um, here we go. <laughs> what was I doing at 16? I think I just left school and yeah. I was working as an office junior in a publishing company, I think. Okay. And I was waiting for uh, Boulders of Shit 2 to come out. So no like, no, no college or anything, Andy, straight into work? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I was never clever enough to go to college. I, I, I don't think I passed anything of note I, th- I think i got about four or five gcses probably half of them i bought or made up do you know i don't know anyone that's ever asked to see any certificate of any qualification ever no so i just made mine up yeah same here that makes me feel happy i came to uni honestly absolutely pointless john yeah well, unless you're meeting you're meeting mates meeting make making friends yeah that's a good thing or you want to be like a doctor or something yeah. right but what no. do you want to do john uh, I want to do Andy's job, don't I, realistically? Yeah, yeah basically. All right. What's your hair Talks like? It's quite important about your hair. That's my dream job, yeah. What Your dream job is my job. John is a... Um, uh, I do not specifically t- yours. He's, he's a radio commentator for the BBC Radio Devon football. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's quite cool. So how did you, you practice that? Did you used to watch football matches, turn the volume down and commentate yourself? 
I used to commentate over everything. So I used to, when I was younger, there's actually a really good clip of me. I'll try to find it for David to put out. I used to pretend to like have my own radio show, like with my cousin, just like pretend to make up like callers, phoning and stuff. And that was like at 10, 11 years old. And then I sort of like didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to go more down like the director route, maybe doing something at a football club like that. And then one day I just emailed the BBC saying, do they need any co-commentators and i was like yeah they were like yeah c- come and come and do it come 16. join in but like yeah i was i used yeah 60 but i used to commentate over like all my fifa games every exit city game like whatever i could i would just like naturally just talk over it and it would absolutely wind the hell out of my dad how did you two meet then so i go on david i started this with joe this podcast Cause, yeah because i was chatting with joe about going to watch exeter and he was laughing because I felt like a twat going on my own. Yeah. So he said, oh, let's just record this. Uh, but then we said we needed we needed an Exeter, or just someone who knew, knows the club well. So John got on board. That's nice. Okay. By the way, I saw Joe this week at TalkSport. Yeah. He's lost a lot of weight, and he looks great. Yeah. That Ozempic. He, what, he's lost really even worked. more weight. Yeah. He's like that. Wow. Looks good. Is he on the Ozempic? What's that? You know, the the drug that people are doing. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, he's definitely doing that. <laughs> yeah, That's the yeah I think so. Andy, talk to me about Man United, please. Um, you, Andy used to work for MUTV, John. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm aware. I did my research. Yeah. Did my research. How much do you know the inner workings I, of that club? I, not a lot. I know a couple of people that are, are, are there and that are in and around the squad. So I hear little bits, but not a lot. A lot doesn't... Oh. You all right? (laughs) (laughs) I never want to hear that noise or see that face again, ever. All right? (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. Right, if there's something... I don't know if you can say it, I'll cut it out. Yeah, no, go on. if If there's something going on in the club, can you go... Just text your mate and go... What's going on? Yeah. And you go, oh, basically this. Yeah. So, like, <gasps> so like the, oh. the Jaden Sancho stuff, I can say this because I've said it on air, the Jaden Sancho stuff, um, I've been told that, and I think this is common knowledge, but I've been told that his attitude is awful. So there have been times when the manager has texted him saying, after training, come and see me. And he just reads the text and ignores it. Um, that his attitude towards anyone that's not a player or a coach, so, you know, Backroom staff, or not not backroom staff, but just people that work at the club. His attitude, his attitude towards them is totally different to his attitude towards teammates. So he treats people differently. And also, have you said all this? Yeah, I've said this on there. Yeah, I think I think some of it's common knowledge. But also, he um, he refuses to play on the right hand side, and he only wants to play on the left. And on the left, you've got Marcus Rashford, and if he's not playing, Garnacho is probably the next choice. So you know if you if if you if you've got a problem with the manager and you will only play in one position and you can't get in that position, I don't really know what what you're meant to do. Honestly, I am buzzing my nads. I, I, I think I just think it's nuts that you've got this young kid who's got the world at his feet. He's prob he's probably on north of two hundred and fifty grand a week. You're at one of the biggest clubs in the world. Like it, it's not even a job. You train for an hour and a half a day. You're, you look fantastic. You've got more money than you need. You're idolised by millions. Just make it work. 
You know what I mean? If so, if the manager goes, I'm going to play you on the right, go, do you know what? I'll go and go if you want. I don't really care. As long as I'm playing. That's my attitude. It Maybe it's easy for me to say that because I'm not in that situation. But So how, how much of that, his attitude, is spreading throughout the team, do you reckon? Like causing I, these little issues. I don't know. There, there were reports last week that he uh, he was ousted of, from the WhatsApp group, and I don't know. I don't where it says like Jay Sancho has left the group. I don't know if he just decided to go or they blocked him or whatever. I don't know how much. Are you in that group? No, no, I left. Let's try and get in that group. <laughs> <laughs> like a mole. <laughs> um, Andy, how do you like decipher and like divvy up? what you can and can't say on air and how do you go about this? Because yeah, obviously when question. you say something on air, it's not it's not exactly how you've been sent it as a text. You might have to take some bits out or you might have to... You know, how do you like word it so that it's appropriate? Uh, it's a very good question. I it just is. I just think... Um, I, I don't even think about it. I just say it. Um, no. I, what I, did, I think as long as it's not too detrimental to his future and it's sort Whose future? His. Your mate's future. No, no, James. no, no, no. From from whenever I talk about it, you can never tell where the sources come. It's like a generic, but um, it, it's sort of you know it, it might be there might be a line in the press that says you know his attitude is really poor and he's not getting on with Eric Ten Hag, and then on the back I'll read that and go okay, well now that that's out there, I can elaborate a little bit more on what I know. Do you I'll, have to run it by no, like, your producer? No, no. But I'll never, I'll never, I'll never say something that's not a little bit out there. I'll never go, I've just been told the reason he's not playing for Man United is because he hates the colour red. I'm, you know, I'm never yeah. ever going to come out and Goldstein says this. I'll never do that. I love this. All, right, the thought I've had like three or four times is if something, if there's a little bit of news in the paper or whatever, how annoyed would you be if I messaged you each time and just said, what's going on here? No, no, that wouldn't bother me at all. Okay, well, you're going to get loads. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I'm not like, <laughs> I don't know everything about. Yeah, but you know enough. Yeah, okay. Right, well, listen, you can. I think you, was it, you did anyway, Dave. Yeah. And <laughs> it didn't come true. Anyway. It didn't come true. Yeah, but I always thought, oh, am I, I felt like I need to oh, no. tread carefully. No, you. I no. didn't want you to go, oh, fuck off, mate. I do that. I do that. But I'll still go, fuck off, Dave, and then reply. <laughs> no, if I know right. it, and it's a mate, and I trust them, I, I, you know, of course I'll tell you. Okay. Do you mind talking about Man United, John? No. Oh. Well, no? No? Sorry, I feel like, I feel like I've got the, like, keys to the... Yeah, you go away. This is like, this is your dream, isn't oh, it? The I inside knowledge like really to everything you've ever wanted. Have you been told, Chafford? Yeah. I did the, I did the, um... The Heritage Lounge, or whatever, you, their version of it. What do you mean you did it? Well, you paid well, it. I had, a, I had a four or five course meal. Oh, I see. You went as a punter. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I did was given a, a little I bag did, of sweets. I'll tell you what's nuts. So when I've done MUTV before, for the first year I did it, I knew someone that worked in, in the director's box. So we'd do like a 45-minute build-up before the game on the pitch, and then with 10 minutes to go, we'd have to... Good job. We'd have to stop because we're on the pitch, so we've got like a, a desk or cameras. So we'd have to pack up everything so they could come out. So we're like 10 minutes to go before the game starts. I'm free till half time. So I knew this person in the director's box. So I'll just go straight up to the director's box and just go, all right, can I? And they go, yeah, you can sit in the director's box. And I'd watch the game in there. And one week I was in there and uh, it was 
I think I was doing the show with Gary Pallister, so I went with him. Mm. And Amazing. Who else was it? Gary Pallister and... <clears throat> it, and it might have been David May. It might have been. Mm. But it was it was Pally and someone else. Oh, no. Was it Brian Robson? I can't remember. It was, <laughs> it was ridiculous legends. So we went into the director's box, and behind the director's box, like when, when you walk out to the director's box you're coming out from like a little restaurant. Yeah. So we went into the restaurant to have some food. Yeah. And while we're there, Sir Alex Ferguson walks over. And, and, oh, no. And and Sir Bobby Charlton, God bless him, walks over. And they're having a chat with him. And I'm like that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they're, you know, they're just talking to him like we're talking because they're like, they're all mates. But it's still that respect. All right, Gaffer, how are you? And, and then, um, and then they go out and then, and then like you're asking me, I'm saying, um, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Gary Palace that told me. I was like, what was Roy Keane like? And then while we're having lunch, he just tells me stories about Roy Keane having fights with this player and that player and going out club and everything. It was amazing. Amazing. I I um I went on um Quickly Kevin podcast last Which one? This week. Quickly Kevin, Josh Widdicombs. Right. <clears throat> but they asked me which player I think it was which player would you who would you want to meet if you could meet anyone and it, it was Alex Ferguson it wouldn't be the players yeah I just want to spend an evening with him have you met him not on his l- have I met him yeah no <laughs> there is something quite magical my, so my picture on Instagram and Twitter is of me when I'm eight or nine meeting some Matt Busby Really? Um, yeah, and my, I remember my dad was, was there. That's how I got the picture. My dad went, you need a picture with him. And uh, my dad said, uh, this is a great, great man. I'll never forget, he goes, this is a great, great man. And in his big, booming Scottish voice, he went, oh, I don't know about that. And then my dad was like, can I have a photo with you? And he's like, cool. And then I had a couple of photos with him. Fuck. And, but, but Sir Alex has got that aura. You know, like when people walk into the room, Cantona's the same. I did a tour. When, when I was a fan of United, I did a tour of the club, went into the dressing rooms. It was on match day. And the dress, and then the door opened and Cantona stuck his head in and was like, oh, sorry, in his French accent. And as he walked in, everyone was like, <gasps> Yeah. This, I, 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 honestly, I'm so exci- excited by this interview. I've never seen David this quiet. Do you want me just to tell you he's in hall. stories about Man United and how I got into it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got... I mean, one question. Can Go I on. ask you one quick question? Yeah, did you become... Did you start taking it for granted where you were and who you were with? No, when you no, were never. What, no. as a kid or as an adult? No, when you were working there. No. So, oh, so you know when... This, this is nuts. So, you know when lockdown happened and games were happening behind, behind closed doors... So I was still working for Man United and it was like a small amount of people on match day would be there, like from MUTV. It was literally like producer, cameraman, editor. That was it. And then me and the punter. And one day I did it. It was, I think it was the first game in that, in that season, which was like 2020, I think it was like August or September. And I'm pretty sure it was Crystal Palace at home, but if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but it was the first home game. And I and they told me like a week before you're doing it with Brian Robson. And as a kid growing up, Brian Robson was my hero. And I'd met him a couple of times, but not to not as a pun, not as a sort of I'm going to spend the afternoon with him and he's going to be my guest and I'm going to chat to him like my mate. And <clears throat> what was nuts was so he came in and I'm like straight away, do I call you Robbo? 
He's like, yeah, Robbo's fine. I'm like, fucking hell, like, Robbo, amazing. So we do the pre-match chat. So I'm in the, in the studio with him and, and the chairs, you know, however far it needed to be away because of COVID. And then it's like, should we go and watch the game? Yeah, okay, we're going to watch the game. So he's like, come with me. So me and him. Oh, my God. Me and him, I've got a video of this. I'll show it to you. If, if you Google the date of it, I'll find a video of it on my phone. And I'll spin it around and show you. But it's just me and him sat in an empty old Trafford watching the game. And it's just like me here, him there, and no one around us at all. If you can, you find I'll find the date. I'll find it now. Can I show it to you? So it's the first. It was the first game home game of the lockdown season. Yeah, I think it's. If you find Crystal Palace, I'm pretty sure it's like August 2020. And I took a sneaky video without him knowing. Years 2020, and then it'd be August. I'm pretty sure it was August. Have you got the date? Um, <clears throat> maybe uh, so it's it might be September season, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, there was one nineteenth of September, nineteenth of September. That must, yeah, nineteenth. Crystal Palace, Van der Beek scored. Okay, yeah, right. Lost three one. When was it nineteenth? Yeah. Fuck. We did lose three one. How do you feel about all this, John? Is it is it? Is well, it I, I, it's or... hard for me because I understand like everyone has like their heroes and stuff like that. But these people were like before my time. So when you say like you know Brian Robson and things like that, I obviously know the names, but they're not as like poignant in my who are mind who as, are like, the main United I... names that when you were growing up? Oh. God, it's probably well, isn't it Rooney like, and yeah, like Rooney when I was growing up, uh, like Berbatov. Vidic, Rio Ferdinand, Van der Sar, those kinds of people. I've got it, right? I think it's that one. Is it that one? Hold on, let me just see if it's that one. Maybe it's this one. All right, here we go. Can you, can you, if I spin it around, you'll be able to see it, right? I'll just let it play. Yeah, so. And you'll see, I, you'll see I, I cheekily just turn it so you can see Brian Robson next to me. Hold on. Right, there you go. Yeah. So that's me videoing it. So you can see it's oh, empty, wow. right? And then, hold on, empty Old Trafford. There's Brian Robson. Oh. <laughs> God, how amazing is that? <laughs> <sighs> Why aren't you working for them anymore? Um, I still do. I still do. No, I still do bits and pieces for them. Um, my, the main reason being because Monday and Friday I'm at Talksport, and so that means I see my kids every morning when they get up and go to school, and then I go to work, and I don't get home till eight. And then usually there's a game of football on, so I'm watching the game of football. So they'll come in and we'll have a chat while I'm watching. Then it, the game's over at 10. This is most nights of the week. And then they're in bed. Is it? Yeah. You've got to watch the game for the next show. Yeah. Oh. All right, so, and then they're in bed. And then, so then what was happening? I was getting to weekends and it'd be like, right, let's spend the day together. And I'd be like, I'm doing Man United. And I'd have to leave at 5.30 in the morning and I'd get back at 11 o'clock at night. So I'd have one day and I was missing so much stuff, you know. My, my missus would be like, your mum and, and my mum and dad are coming around for Sunday roast and I'll be like, oh, Man United are playing Palace and I'll be like, uh. Also, where, whereabouts are you based? Yeah, I'm down in London. So it's, what, two hours 20 and you've got to get, if it's a three o'clock kickoff, I need to, I'm on air two till three so I need to be there about half 12 
So that means I need to get into Piccadilly Mank Piccadilly at 12. So that means I need to be on a train at 10. So I need to, I need maybe about half, half nine probably. So then I need to leave my house about eight, quarter past eight. So I need to be up at seven. And then wash your bits. Wash my bits. And then I'm not getting home till late. So it's a, it's a long day. It's a long day. That is a long day. Yeah, I miss it. Yeah, that is. I miss it, and I'm I'm hoping to do a few more before the end of the season. But it's... please, can I come up with you, Andy? Yeah, of course. You but can. not like I've got a competition winner. It's just like, oh, it's David. He's he's going to be part of the furniture. Now. Yeah, you can. I'll just like <laughs> carry you in in a bag. Can you can you hold on one sec? Because my door's gone. Right. Yeah. My wife's yeah. outside, but because my door is shut, I don't know if she heard the door. Hold on one sec. That's all right. Oh, I can see this is um like dreamland stuff here this is what you wanted to be doing this is like you chatting to cameron dawson isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah well slightly different because andy's technically not played for man united is he well no but he's well i'll throw my mic <laughs> i haven't i um, haven't um hold on so i'm so sorry hold on one second no not at all I hope all the extra fans can handle. Well, there's loads of people, loads of fans listening to this. this I could, I could tell you the most mental Man United story for I personally, and so the reason I supported United was because my dad used to be a photographer down south for Northern clubs when they come down to Wembley, and so when Man United came down for the '83 and '85 Cup finals, they had the they had the banquet after the Cup final at the Royal Lancaster Hotel. And so what would happen is that they would go to the hotel with the FA Cup, hopefully, and then there would be a big banquet and then all the players and their wives and friends would be there. There'd be like a band and a big party. And then my dad would take all the photos of the party and then also he would give the opportunity for people that were there to have their picture taken with the FA Cup and then you'd pay like a tenner and then they'd send it to Unipost the following week. So it was a big old night, right? So in 83, he said, do you want to come with? And I was like, oh, I would have been nine. And I was like, yeah. So we went with, and then we're waiting. So it, 83 was Brighton, and we drew the first game to all. This is, that's, the game, that's the game I started supporting Man United. Is it? Yeah. Brighton I, I, game. Yeah, I was like, whoever wins, I'm going to support them. Wow. So you remember... The, you were there. The, so the first game was a 2-2 draw. So when... When we get to the hotel, the team coach pulls up, and obviously there's no FA Cup because it's a draw and there's a replay. And so they all come out, and I get all their autographs, and each one of them signed my program. And then Ron Atkinson was the manager, and my dad was like, can you have a picture with you? So I've got a picture of Ron Atkinson holding me up, and he said, we didn't win the FA Cup, so I'll just pick you up instead. Flipping out. And then I've got... my, my It's in there somewhere. I can find it for you if you want. But I've got like a big... A big book of it would have been like me. I can't remember the whole team. It'd be like Mike Duxbury, Paul McGrath, Gordon McQueen. I can't remember them all. But Gary Bailey was a goalkeeper. So I've got all of that, and then and then some Matt Busby, and then two years later we played Wilkins. Ed, Wilkins. Ray Wilkins. God bless him. Would have been yeah. in there. <laughs> and then um, two years later we played Everton and beat them. And then so I went back to the banquet and had my picture. The FA Cup was there, and then. They recorded, this was nuts, they recorded match of the day from the banquet. So Brian Moore was there and the FA Cup was on set and there was a couple of chairs and they had like Ron Atkinson was the manager, so he was there and they played the they played the um 
the highlights and it was like a whole match of the day was it and then at the end of the match of the day they came off air and then someone went we need someone to take the FA Cup into the banquet room and my dad just pushed me and went he'll do it and I swear my life is true and then uh, someone went yeah okay and then so I would have been 12 then and then uh, so I picked up the FA Cup and it was the proper old FA Cup now it's like a copy but it was the FA Cup and walk through to the banquet room with. Every, I remember like looking at like Brian Robson and Jesper Olsen and Arnold Mew and all that. They were all looking at me. I think Arnold Mew was in that team. And put the cup down on the proper stand in the banquet room. And I remember thinking, I'm the only person in the world holding the FA Cup right now. How nuts is that? I've got a photo with the FA Cup, but I wasn't allowed to hold it. But this was the actual FA Cup. Uh, that's, see, that's recent, right? Yeah, that was 2019, yeah. So, yeah. so that's the, the you know, the original FA Cup was stolen and never found. And then, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and, and then um, they made a new FA Cup and that was used every single year. And I think Arsenal in 93, when they won it, they were the last team to be allowed to lift the FA Cup. And then they put that in the headquarters of the FA and then they made about three or four copies of that cup. And so that's the one you see being lifted up now. What, so, were you, what was it like at school the next day? Oh, I can't remember. I'll tell, tell you what was nuts, right? This is nuts. So when my dad used to do the pictures and go around to various people and go, do you want your photo with the FA Cup? There'd be a couple of girls that worked with my dad and they would go around and take people's names and addresses and take the money and all that. So in 85, I think it was 85, it got to about one o'clock in the morning and... Um, one of the girls that worked for my dad walked into the Royal Lancaster Hotel holding the FA Cup. And she knew nothing about football. And my dad went, where have you been? Why have you Why have you got the FA Cup? Where have you been? And she said, I, I wanted to show my brother, my little brother, but um, he's, he's at home, so I took it home. I swear to God this is true. And my, dad, <laughs> my dad was like, what do you mean? How far away? And she was like, I live 20 minutes away. She'd um, picked up the FA Cup, walked out of the hotel, put it in a boot, driven home, showed her brother, brought it back. And no, everyone was so smashed and pissed out of the face, and no one knew. And she took the FA Cup home. How Im- how unbelievable is that? Yeah. Jeez. This is heaven, Andy. Yeah. One thing I wanted to... My dad said one thing we... Your we wife's a lucky woman. She... She is very, <laughs> yeah. but my my dad said one year we should have done it. So you know you got the bows, the ties, you know the the colours. Yeah. So they're sort of tied up. So if you're on tie and they're really long, right. right? Yeah. And one year my dad said, I tell you what we're gonna do, we're gonna we're gonna cut the we're gonna cut them so we'll have the we'll have the um what they call the ribbons. We'll have the ribbon. Yeah. And we didn't do it, and I was gutted about that. But I just thought, how amazing would that be to have the ribbons that were on the FA Cup that year? Because that's that's one of the greatest trivia questions, right? What's taken to the FA Cup final every year and never used? What? The the losers' ribbons. Right. Nice. Yeah. See, I think I think like uh, professional football and. Just that that day out for you, and was a it's like another planet to me. Yeah, as a nine and me and me. Yeah, but you were in it. You were in right in the centre of yeah. it. Yeah, but sometimes maybe you're a little bit too young to realise, right? Yeah, yeah. When when I walked in, this is nuts. When I walked in in '85, and I'm standing in the foyer, and the team bus arrives. Mark Hughes 
came out. It was only a young kid. I can't remember how old he was, but he came came off the bus and he had his cut final shirt over his over his arm. And uh, I went, Fuck. "Is that the shirt you wore?" And he went, "Yeah, do you want it?" Handed it to me. And as he handed it to me, his mum grabbed it back and said, "Don't give that away, Mark." And he went, "Oh, sorry." And then he was on Talksport about three months ago, and he wasn't on my show. But he was on Hawksby and Jacobs, and I said to Porksby, ask him about that moment. And Porksby went, when you walked in, the little and he went, yeah, that sounds about right. So I was this close to having his cup final shirt. Imagine oh that. Oh, my God. How old was he then? Like, early 20s? Yeah, maybe? he must have been, like, 22. That's nuts. Something something like that, I'm guessing. <sighs> yeah. Andy, you might have spoke about it to death, but I don't know, for the listeners of my new football club, what are your thoughts on the current state of Man United and its yeah, ownership? Poor yeah. uh, what are my thoughts? My th- I love Ten Hag. I like Ten My thoughts are that... Um, you that- said I like. I said I love. Um, okay. I love him. You love him and I like him. I really trust him. I trust him. Okay. I think he's a very, very good manager. I think I think there's a lot of problems at the club. I think one of them is the Glazers, but not to the extent that Gary Neville blames them for. You know, the fact if we get turned over by Man City, he starts moaning about leaky roofs. And uh, you know, we lose against Man City and you've got you've got um Victor Lindelof playing left back when you've got Regulon and left back on the bench. You've got Harry Maguire starting over Rafa Varane. So it's, I'm not saying these are right or wrong. I'm just saying the Glazers don't make these decisions. Right. Sorry. And, and if I could... Yeah, go if you see a decision like that, like the formation or who's playing where, yeah. is your relationship with your mate good enough for you to go, what's going on there? And when he go, well... Yeah. 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 And sometimes he won't reply and sometimes he will. And I think okay. if he doesn't reply, he's either too busy or he's looked at it and gone, just fuck off. <laughs> is that a little message to me? No, Dave, of course it's not. <laughs> I don't work for him. You, Dave, you is can... that you saying, listen, no, mate, Dave, sometimes I'll reply. Dave, I or, I think you're probably fine. <laughs> Out of everyone that you know, I reply quicker to a text than anyone on the planet. Okay. Because I've always got my, I haven't now, but I've always got my iPhone watch on, so it goes... Yeah. Or I'm, my phone's always next to me, always. So if you want to, can you me, give Dave, a vague answer as to why he's made those weird decisions? No, I've no, no. idea. Oh, listen, he's the manager, right? He's paid. He's paid to make those decisions. I'm guessing if he wants to play Lindelof at left back, he doesn't trust Regulon. And if he wants to play Maguire instead of Varane, either Varane, he doesn't think he's fit enough, or he doesn't think he's up for it. He looks well miserable the other night when he came on. Yeah, Did you see him? yeah, I saw. I saw that on Twitter. He was very cagey, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, uh, there, some things like Anthony. We paid eighty-six million for Anthony. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. What do you make of his little fidget spinner move? Oh, you know, the little spin. I absolutely adore it. <laughs> the first time he did it, right? I'm like, here we go. We got another yeah. Ronaldo out on the right. But yeah. he needs to. Someone wrote today. Who was it? It was. It might have been Paul Skulls. I don't think it was Paul. Someone wrote in the paper today that I can't remember. What it was their advice would be it wasn't Paul Skulls? Just play everything simple until you, your form comes back. Right. Yeah. And I think that's great advice. 
But as when it when, and when it happened on the day, I was like, oh well, yeah, like you, Allo, and I've watched it since. I'm like, fucking rain it is. Can you get a goal for me? I just think there are <laughs> there are players like him, Mason Mount, sixty million pounds, a lot of What's money. What's going on? Oh, I don't know. I mean, even like Amrabat, it, I I don't you know I don't. Um, Casemiro, seventy million pounds, like. And we gave him like a four-year deal on three hundred grand a week, supposedly. Seventy million. Just to put this into context, Exeter City's record signing is about hundred hundred k, if that. Who is that for? Seven. Sam Nombay. No, no, no. I don't. Know. I don't. It would have been a few years ago. But this, like, it's the money that people are talking about is silly, isn't it? Seventy million pounds. I know. I, so, I can't even fathom. Like, I'm going to be incredibly rude again. Sorry, my door's my door's going. No, not at sorry, all. Sorry, no, not sorry, at all. sorry, sorry. Oh, bloody hell, man! Have you seen like the bottom of the Premier at the moment? Are the three that went up the Championship, and they're just super yeah. struggling. It's well, just, I, I guess Luton like, are doing all right, sort of. And if you look at it, like Sheffield United, they signed some really good. Like Luton signed probably the best Championship talents. Like they just sort of went right. We'll we'll buy the best team for the Championship next season. So if we go down, we'll go straight back up. So they sound like Chio, who was on loan uh, with us for a little bit from Rotherham. He was like one of the best players in the Championship last season. Chong, one of the best ch- players in the Championship last season. And like, just like, sign some really good championship quality players, so that they basically got the best team in the championship when they inevitably get relegated again. Right. It's quite e- interesting. Exeter beat Luton in the Carabao Cup, Andy, about a month ago. Okay. And I was, well, you say okay, but <laughs> I was about forty yards away from Chong. Were you marking him? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe I was looking at him. Is he a big lad? He's got big hair, I know that. Oh, he's nothing of him. Is it? He's skinny, you mean? Yeah. Quick, quick he, as a flame. Is he tall? Tall? Uh, not necessarily. Well, I don't know. Toolish. My question to you, Andy, was going to be you obviously said you're based in London. Yes. Did, would you ever, obviously, being a massive United fan, consider moving up to Manchester once it's all done and dusted career wise? Oh, what's that mean? Jeez. I mean, you really got my job, didn't you? No, once you've got all done and dusted. Done and dusted. Once you've called it a day, gone, yeah, I've had, had my fun. Listen, I know you want a date out of me. I will not be calling it a day, right? Got... That is furthest from the truth, Andy. I was just, just asking, you know, it's going to happen yeah. one day. You're not yeah, going to die gonna on happen, it. Andy. Imagine the it would never happen. Imagine that conversation with my missus. Now if it's done and dusted, I think we should move to Manchester. <laughs> well, it would save it would save a lot of travelling, wouldn't it? You know, wouldn't have to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Stone far away from the ground. I fucking hope John gets a job at Talk Sports just in the background, just having a look at you through the window. Are you, and every so often, just go, are you uh, Dan and Dusted yet? Or... <laughs> Dan and Dusted, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I hope I'm oh, not, not Dan and Dusted forever. for a very long time. No. No. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Well, have, you, have you got some accommodation you think I should look at? Are you going to send me details of a house or something? <laughs> Do no, you no. want Andy gone, John? Jesus. No. For, for, like I said, furthest thing from it. I'm just saying, I, well, I thought he was going to retire, but apparently he's going to work till he dies. So. <laughs> it's just to annoy you. Do you actually have a football podcast, or is this just a chat to me to find out when I'm done and dusted? 
it hasn't worked, right, call it off, end it. <laughs> Dan and Dusty. Oh, flipping What would you call it? How would you say it then? I don't, well, I think we're lucky in the industry that we work in, there is no sort of retirement age, right? You can keep going. No, but you don't want to be that guy that's like, you know, that you're on the radio. And... I do. No, what? You're like 80 and you've got I like really out of date. I think John boss in six years. Within six years. Just be no. careful, Andy. Careful what you say. <laughs> oh, Dave, listen. In five years, I'll be done and dusted, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, flipping hell. Oh. See, most people look forward to retirement, but Andy oh, seems right. to want to kick, yeah, but kick I, around. <laughs> I, I don't work, do I? I'm, look, look at the time no. now. It's, it's quarter past 11. I'm sat having a laugh with you two. Right? And then in a few hours, I'll go into work and I'll talk football for three hours and I'll come home. I mean, that's not work, is it? No, you have got the best job in the world. Yeah, I'm very lucky. Yeah, but you're good at it, Andy. Mm, very good. Most people yeah. say great, Dave. <laughs> do they? I say good. Yeah. <laughs> do they? Well, maybe you should fucking say great. <laughs> yeah, there's some people that have tried out on TalkSport and it just hasn't quite worked. I guess that is the case. You give them the mic and that just doesn't quite work for them. Uh, I don't think I'd know, would I? No. There's, a, there's been a couple of people that I've listened to who've been on l- later than me. Right? I'm not naming names because I'm fair. Who've been so bad, they've been brilliant. Like, I would be I would be glued to it because it's so bad. Right. But I'm not naming names. They're not a talk sport. No, sport. no. But, no. like, this is amazing. This is utterly amazing. Like, because it's... Because they don't know what they're doing. They've been thrown into the deep end. You know? I can't... Well, I've spoken to you about it, but I don't know how you do it. don't know how you do it. Yeah, but it's like anything. I can... I couldn't go on stage and... Well, I probably could, actually, don't Well, I couldn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you probably could. You could. You could. You could You could write a stand-up set in, an, in, a, in a year, and it'll be all right. It'll be fine. Well, it'll be better than all right. Well, we'll see. Unmissable, Prove it. says the Times. Prove it. Unmissable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, could, I could write a stand-up. Do you want me to write you? Go on, then. Do you want me... Go on, then. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> Go on, then. I will write you some jokes, all right? What, what would your angle be what, uh, going on stage? What's this? You'd be like in the club, pissed up. Who's this guy? What's his angle? What's your angle, son? I go, right, angle boy, fuck off. It's not, my comedy's not aimed at you. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> now you're on the back foot. Do you know what I couldn't do, right? Because I watch, you know when you like you go on like Instagram, you just go through reels and reels and reels. Quite quite a lot of them are comedians doing stand up, right? Because it knows it knows obviously what you what you like watching, right? And when people hurl abuse, right, or or make some kind of comment, and they come back with great one liners, I think that's an absolute art in itself. No, it's not. Is it not? No. Oh. In those moments, well, not that I was that good at it or any good at it, but in those moments, you, you just got to be, you just got to have a truthful conversation with them. Oh, okay. And that's it. And then, f- for some reason, I think, because you're on stage and the lights are on you, people are like, wow, look at him talking back at him. Yeah, I suppose so. I think maybe maybe I've seen, like, Jimmy Carr come up with, and I, he's a so well-rehearsed, he's put-downs. Oh, you, honestly, I think you just learn it really quickly. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. All right, yeah. if I write you a couple of one-liners, Dave, yeah. will you tell me what you think of them? I'll text them over to you. Yeah. Well, if I don't get back to you, you know. Oh. <laughs> Okay. No, no, I've got an Apple Watch. 
I uh, I wrote what a mate of mine whose name is David <laughs> Earl. What? Who did? Oh wow! Is he a like a journalist or something? No, he used to work for Talksport. Yeah, tennis. Yes, yes. I remember hearing him on radio go what. How do you know? <laughs> really? Because I remember people mentioning his name, going, and uh, now talking to David Earl, the tennis. Yeah. So, Why are you listening to the tennis? It's more important. Um, so D- Dave's one of the funniest people I know, right? He's very got a very, very good sense of humour. And he did stand-up. He tried it. And I wrote a few lines for him. Do you want me to tell you what the lines were? What, he performed as David Earl? Yeah. I think... Do you know what? I think I remember this when I was on the circuit. Him getting booked. And yeah. you and you turning up going, What's going on here? <laughs> do you um do you want me to tell you two lines that I wrote for him? Yeah. Definitely. So one of them what the, so my humor's quite dark. Right? So can we say anything on this podcast? Yeah. yeah. Right. So so one of them would be halfway through your stand up to say that was one of the is that funny or not well it's do you know what it's quite bright because I thought that first bit would get most people going oh fucking hell yeah on, mate and but the, the payoff <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the other bit then no go on no, no you've got him now so you've the, the other one that he used both of these by the way the other one is... Never uh, continued, did it? Did he do much? <laughs> <laughs> did, I'm pretty sure he did about I a think, year. I think I killed his sun. career. <laughs> Here, mate, try this one. The, the other one was... Um, the other one was... I can't believe I'm actually saying this. Like, the other one was, isn't it weird? <laughs> Fucking hell, Andy. This is a footy pod, mate. You, you just go... <laughs> Well, that's just me, then, is it? Fucking hell, spouse. Is that funny or not, Dave? Right, I'm really trying to imagine that in a club, how people... Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> He's losing us. <laughs> where's, where's the angle, fella? Where did you come back? <laughs> Anyway, next up with his new album, uh, Box of All That Stuff. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Thing is, you just, you come up with these ideas, you try it. I always think we'll sort of try them four or five gigs. And then, that's the only way you can find out. Yeah, but what, surely like 90% of them just fall on their arse. Yeah. That isn't that a horrible feeling though? When I, like, did, I, did, I think I told you, John, I was doing a new material night. And I had this idea about Brian buying this uh, flying carpet. <laughs> <coughs> so I oh, laid yeah, this. I've heard this. Yeah. I laid this carpet on this table and sat cross-legged on it. I can't remember what I was doing there, but I, basically the joke was I was driving it like a car. So I was like, "Oh, hang on a minute, I'm doing it." So I'd have like a re- <laughs> like reversing noise, and I was chatting to it, "You slow down, mate." I was doing all this, and it went down really well. I thought, "Hello." I've got a fucking bit here. It, <laughs> like, it went down seriously. Well. I was like, this is great. I've got like a 10 minute bit here. Yeah. So I got my mate to build this thing with wheels. <laughs> this sort of table with wheels. Yeah. 
Um, I got I bought this rug that fits it right. Uh, I took out this sort of ended like the first half of my tour, my show, my tour show, my tour show. Fucking out every night died on his ass. There's just me on stage, sort of pulling myself around the stage. Oh, here I come, please. <laughs> I really committed to it. I would have laughed. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, look at me. Dave, Dave, one of the first times I saw you, you did a routine about um, giving a blowjob to someone at a football club. Yeah. What? Yeah. Have I never heard this? Go on, do it. Do it a bit. And it really made me laugh. I don't know what it was. It was like a a manager? Oh, it was like a... It was like a... um... It was a manager? Yeah, I think my... The whole purpose of him being on stage was to go, listen, you've had a lovely night, but I have to get this off my chest. I think that was... <laughs> yeah. yeah have you ever done a bit, David, and gone like, like midway through, gone, oh, forget it, and just like, walked up like, this is not, isn't working? Or do you, have you always like committed to it? Um... I think I would just go, if it's not working, I think I'd be like, right, forget uh, there it, I'm was, going there. there. was a gig in Coventry that I did that the whole room hated, and yeah, I just packed everything up. And, see, but I tried to make, yeah. See, I, I, I think that's funnier. Oh, so do I. Because my thinking is, you're on stage because you're a comedian. So you, I think you know what's funnier. And what yeah, but sometimes you have little moments where you go, fucking hell, what am I doing? And, uh, yeah. Oh, you're not finding this funny, mate? No, we're not, mate. Oh, you don't get it, do you? No, we get it, we just don't like you. Oh. Where's that voice from, Dave? Who is that? I, I don't know. <laughs> you must. Is that, your, is that your inner monologue? Is that what you sound oh, like when you talk to Is that what you mean? Yeah, uh, who's that? Well, where's it coming from? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no it's coming from within. <laughs> coming from within. <laughs> was there like an old art teacher that used to speak like that? Oh. Um, fuck, where is it coming from? I don't know. I remember there was a Rob Brydon character that I liked who wore bottle sort of glasses, but yeah. he didn't have that voice. don't know. don't it's, know. It's a great voice. Yeah, it is. It's a bit Sean Deitchy, isn't it? Yeah, Because <laughs> I met him, and he's like, oh, mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Which one? Which one was first in that? <laughs> that would have been great. You should have done a little video of him, his voice and Brian's voice. Yeah. Oh, I did this routine about like a flying carpet and that. Did you, Sean? So did I, son. <laughs> <laughs> you get your mate to spend three weeks on it, making it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh. Uh, Andy, will you answer our yeah, quiz? Of course I will. Is it football related? I wanted related? to ask you so many more Keep questions. Up, Dave, listen, listen, it's half, half 11. You've got, if you want me for another half hour, you've got me for another half hour. Okay, let's do like 10, 5, 10. Have you been in the changing rooms? Yes. What are they like? Big. They're, they've changed them over the years. Um, so they're not, they're definitely not the original changing rooms that George Best used to change in. They're on... Oh. So, Man United come out of the corner. And yeah. George Best changing oh, rooms fuck. were on the halfway line. And annoyingly, the tunnel's still there, right? But the right. change rooms aren't there. 
And I'm like, who's made the decision to get rid of them or move? It's nuts. Imagine you could still walk into George Best Changer and Bobby Charlton's and Dennis yeah. Laws. Yeah. Yeah. So have you been through that tunnel in the corner? Yeah. It? Yeah, yeah. Where, where's it go? What happens? So when, uh, you, when you go up the tunnel, you turn left now into Man United's and <sighs> it opens up into like a massive circle. And then you've got treatment benches, you walk in, and then the locker, the, the sort of you sit, where you sit, there's a there's a big like cupboard without doors behind you, and then another little cupboard above it, and your shirt hangs there. It's massive in there now. It's massive. But the one before that, because um, Man City got people in to the Etihad, and their, their change rooms are like ridiculous. And I think United looked at that and thought, we should be doing stuff like that. But the change was before that when Sir Alex was involved, where Sir Alex famously kicked the football boot at, day, at Bex's. I've been in that change room as well, and that's a lot more compact and much smaller. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, and when I walked, when I went in that one, that made me go, fucking hell. But the new one's just like, you just... What, why did it make you feel that? Because of who's played Yeah, there? I mean, I was, I was sat there, and I was like... Who used to sit here? Then he was like, oh, Bex is sat there, Cantonal sat there, Skulls. Oh, like, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I, I watched, I think I watched most of the Beckham documentary now. But watching him back, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot how good he was. I know. I he, know it's a lot of highlights, but fuck me. He was unbelievable. And he can still ping it. Still ping it. Have you met him? Yeah, a few times. Oh. I'll tell, tell you nuts thing. Right? So, when I moved to my now house... One day I wanted my hair cut and I walked into the local town and I walked into the hairdresser and I went, I need my hair cut. And they went, when do you want it? And I went, now? And they went, hold on a minute. Joe? And I went, yeah. Sat down. And I was doing Soccer AM at the time. And uh, I think I was doing the Friday show of Soccer AM, not the Saturday show. So she's cutting my hair. And she goes, what do you do for a living? I went, I'll, I'll work, uh, do telly stuff. And she's like, what, like what? And I went, there's a show called Soccer AM. And she went, oh. You might know my brother. I went, who's your brother? And she went, David. And I went, David who? And she went, Beckham. And I went, oh, you're Joanne Beckham. And she was my hairdresser for 10 years, eight years. And then so... You've got so it, many it, good stories. It is, it is nuts. And then so her mum and David's mum, Sandra, became really good friends of ours. And she oh, babysat our kids. And, what? Yeah. You know his mum? Yeah. She... A couple of times I've been speaking to her, like, well, I've taken her out for coffee. She lives around the corner from me, so I'll see her quite a bit. I'll take her out for coffee or whatever, and we'll be chatting, and she'll go like... Whoa, 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 hang on a minute. You take David Beckham's mum out I have, for coffee? I have taken her out for a coffee, yeah. Because <laughs> I see, because so when her daughter used to work in the in the hair saloon, salon, is it salon or saloon? Salon, my mum had a salon. It's a salon. Balloon is what cowboys drink, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but I'm just <laughs> thinking, she used to... <laughs> drink in there as well oh no she didn't right um when when her daughter used to work in there she used to be in there all the time so i might walk past and i go all right and she'd go i'm, I'm going to costa jordan oh come on i'll get you a coffee so I'd, we'd go over to costa and I'd buy a cup of coffee oh that's lovely uh, i mean i don't know this is like sort of prying but how much of her life has, her life has changed they're very they're very down to earth they're Are very they? down to earth yeah very Fuck. down to earth yeah. So you've sat on a little Costa table with her? Yeah, loads of times, yeah. <laughs> loads? Yeah. They're great, both of her, her and Joe are great, they're lovely people. Have you met his dad? No, Ted, I've not met him. 
Are you a starstruck at all around footballers? No. But do you know what? We I, I was talking to Bentley about this the other day. We had Keanu Reeves on the show, name drop, and he got so flustered and he was so nervous. Keanu? No, no, Bentley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and did he? And he got his words muddled. He he was. We got Keanu on. He was talking about a new sports documentary. Um, that he's done, he's produced and directed. And, and Benty was like, in your new sports document, and you could just see he was getting so flustered, bless him. He was sweating, and like beads of sweat. And afterwards, I was like, you've, mate, you've played in front of 80,000 people, right? You've taken penalties. As in, you know, the game stopped, everyone's looking at you. And he went, I don't know, I'm just getting nervous about it. I'm ne- and he asked me, and I've never, ever got nervous in front of any- anyone. Well, that's because you had Rod Atkinson holding you up when you were eight. You've been there. That must be the reason. I think so. Ha- right, final question. So hold on, hold on. There were two questions, were there? You said ten a minute ago, now it's two. Oh, no, we've got a quiz. Oh, fine, okay. Is it a fo- we'll, we'll race through it. Is it a football quiz? Yeah, Man United. Oh, no, I can't do that. Well, you got to do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sort of know the answer to this. Have you met Eric Ten Hag? Yes. Oh, Eric Ten Hag? I thought you meant Cameron. Yeah. No, uh... I've met him when I've worked for Man United, but I haven't. Have you? Yeah, I think he, I think he's done an interview with us after the match on the pitch. <sighs> Only just a... Uh, hello. You know, I don't know him. He seems like quite a... I don't know, oh, this is just the impression I get, but he seems like a little bit of a difficult person to interview. He's not like the straight... He's like a little bit... I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but he seems a little bit difficult to... It, towards the media I don't know, I don't know. So, that's a good point you know you look at Ange Postacoglu and he's he's a bundle of laughs to interview he looks great fun right and then you get other managers that look really different I don't know if if being a nice guy wins your trophies or, or not I don't really know I mean Sir Alex had moments where he was really difficult to interview and other times where he was just great I think but as, as although like as in like Sir Alex like, had, like seems like he had a, like a really good personality Ten Hag seems a bit like dull and dry just sort of like there yeah. to get the job done and that's it which I guess like yeah. some people might it's, like it's like with all sports people right people would take the piss out of Andy Murray not having a great personality and it's like he's a tennis player he's not a stand up you know yeah mean? and then oh he's got no personality do, do you like watching him play tennis because if you do that, I mean that should be where it ends right <laughs> yeah that's, that's fair enough yeah but I get what you're saying yeah? I get what you're saying maybe if United start winning lots of games you'll see a different side to him but he's, he's under the cosh right yeah, I love that you've been in in that building. You know, your way around the corridors. I've got. I found a picture the other day. I don't know if I can find it. Here we it. go. Here we go. Something I'd forgot I'd done. I've got. A, I've got a, a favourites folder, so I'm hoping I'll put it in that. If I haven't, then I won't be able to find it. It's um, it's me. This was years ago, um, and I was interviewing. I look really fat in it actually. I'm interviewing Eric Cantona and Sir Alex Ferguson. No. Oh, Look at that. You see that? Fuck me. You see that? I don't even see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? And what what was Alex... What was he like to I'll just tell be... What, I'll tell you what was nuts with Sir Alex. Right? Once I did this Nike thing at a hotel in Manchester, and it was in front of about 600 people in a hotel, and Nike sponsored it, and it was me. It was a and a with Sir Alex. Right? And so, um, it was in a hotel, so I got there early. Well, well, sorry, Andy. You're doing the Q... You're hosting yes, the Q&A, yes, Mr. Yeah. 
And so um, I got there early and they went, do you want to come up and say hello to Sir Alex? And we'll go through the questions. I went, yeah, fine. And obviously I'm a main United fan, so I'm basically meeting God. So we go You're into... nervous. No. And then we go, we go into... I go into his hotel room and he's watching Sky Sports. And, uh, and as I walked in and he was sat down, they went, this is Andy, hello. And uh, it all went a bit quiet. And then Sky Sports were... were uh, Manchester United won't be with Gary Neville, or will be without Gary Neville this weekend. The fullback is recovering from a groin strain. To the, and I just turned and went, is that true? And he went, no, he's fit. I'm just resting him. And I went, all right, okay. And I was like, that's amazing. I've just done that. Oh. So so I did, this is one regret I have. So I did the Q&A with him. And then I came out of the hotel and the people I was with, there's about four of us going back to London. And I was just standing in the, the entrance of the hotel and they were all in the hotel um checking out they'd been there the night i hadn't i'd gone up on train that day and so i was on my own and he pulled up outside in his car and he wound the window down he went you all right and i went i'm good and he went where are you going and i went i'm going back to piccadilly now i'm going to get a train back to london he went do you want a lift and i went i've got to wait for them and he went okay no problem see you later and i went bye and i was like fuck why did I just get a lift and wait for them at the station? That's that's annoying. <sighs> you said that a lift from Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. That's mental. Yeah. Imagine that. But then but then I think I'd just <sighs> be in the car being a little bit like Nice car. How long you had it? <laughs> just like what are you talking about? <laughs> How many miles is it done? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was thinking of getting one of these. <laughs> Fuck me. I honestly this is like I'm never going to meet him. Feels like it's the closest I'm... You might, Dave. Nah, it's never going to get that, You get that flying carpet out. He'd <laughs> love that. He'd love that. Routine. David, you, you wouldn't want to meet him. I think you'd crumble. I would crumble. Yeah, I would. He's one of the people... I don't think you'd crumble in front of many people, but he seems no, like I one would. of the ones that you always... I loads of people. Fucking hell. Right, are you ready to do the M... Let, let, uh, let me just tell you, I'm nervous about doing quizzes, right? That's all right. Because if you, if I get one wrong, you instantly get, call yourself a Man United fan, you didn't even know. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we've got a leaderboard here. Uh. Tom Parry, three points. It's a lot of questions, but I'll rattle through them. Tom Rosenthal, six points. I'm d- I just don't know if I want to do it, Dave. Fucking hell, he's pulling out. You're not, not the first man to say that to me. <laughs> Are they difficult questions? No! Okay. This gives a shit. <laughs> he's really nervous. I really, I really am. <laughs> These football fans are so fickle, aren't they? Yeah, but... I can't believe he's hit two when he answers three, you fucking... Come on, then. Is that one? <laughs> no. Okay. Go on right, in. Are we ready? How many have we got? Can 10? you get? No, it's fucking loads. No, honestly, I'm right through them. Okay. Here we go. Question one. Who was Alex Ferguson's first Man United signing? Is it Jim Layton, Viv Anderson, Gordon Strachan, 
Ralph Milne or Mark Hughes. Right, let's do process of elimination. It wasn't Mark Hughes. It wasn't. Who's the second one you said? Ralph, what? Uh, Jim Layton, Viv Anderson, Gordon Strachan, Ralph Milne. Wasn't Ralph Mark Hughes. Hughes. It wasn't Mark Hughes or Ralph Milne. So it's either Strachan, because he was with him, I think, at Aberdeen, or Viv Anderson. Viv Anderson's the one that jumps off the page. So I am going to go for Viv Anderson. Correct. Oh, he's off the now mark. Now he's relaxing. Right, I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 26th of May, 1999, and blank has won it. What is the missing word? Well, I think I know this one. It's just one word. I know exactly. That's one it. That's 26th of May. 26th of no. May. So that's going to be... 1999. A treble winning Champions League season, right? And blank has won it. So, oh, of course. Sorry. And Solskjaer has won it. Yeah, sorry. Correct. In, in my mind, I'm thinking of the trophy lift. I'm, I'm like, Sir Alex? Right. But no. This okay. is great. Yeah. You're doing ever so well. We're Thank all you. proud of you. Ryan Giggs was eligible to play international football for Wales and which other country? Well, you're wrong. It's not England. I know. That's not the answer. Oh. <laughs> is it A, England, B, Sierra Leone, C, Ireland, D, Barbados, E, Scotland, F, Mali, okay. none of I the above? I think you're going to go Barbados. But is that your answer? No, because you put none of the above in there. Fucking. That would be a horrible quiz question. He's made up all, put up all these countries and just for it to be none of the above. It's to do with where his dad came from, right? Because he plays for Wales because of his mum. Uh, what? Oh, I, I'm going to guess. Sierra Leone, Ireland, Barbados, Scotland, Mali. None of the above. I'm not happy with the question, if I'm honest, Dave. Okay. Uh, it's, let me just say, the answer is news to me. So I will say Barbados. <laughs> Barbados. The answer is Sierra Leone. Okay. Why is that? Okay. Um, because he was born to a Sierra Leonean father. There you go. So I've got, I said it was his dad, right? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. He's yeah, really pretty much got it right. <laughs> okay. Question four: Which club had Eric Cantona on Cantona on their box books before he signed for Leeds United? Ooh, I mean, these are pretty tricky. Sheffield United, Marseille. Nîmes, Montpellier, Paris, Saint-Germain. Uh, Marseille. Is that your final answer? But, uh, do you mean Sheffield Wednesday? It says Sheffield United. Eh? Is the answer Sheffield? No. Because he played for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, Marseille. Nîmes. Nîmes. Is that French for yes? <laughs> That's three I got. <laughs> Incorrect. Who is the oldest player to play for Man hold United? On, hold on. He did play for Marseille, though, didn't he? I think he did. Right. So what's your question? Who was he on the books at before Leeds? Right. I think we're going to need a steward here, Dave. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking at Wiki. He went from Mont Bordeaux, Montpellier to Nîmes and then Leeds United. Hold on. There's your stewards. Hold on. The stewards have spoken. <laughs> Who is yeah, the oldest player to yeah. play for Man United? Van der Sar, Charlton, 
Meredith, Johnny Carey, or Sheringham? Fucking hell. These are quite hard. Bandasar. <laughs> Incorrect. Billy Meredith. Meredith. <laughs> Billy, Billy Meredith. <laughs> Jeez, didn't he do buttons in 1957? <laughs> Billy Meredith. <laughs> right, okay. Um, fucking hell, he joined the club in 1906. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, the Tuesday, I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. At the start of the 2010-11 season, how many current United players have captained their country on at least one occasion? Fuck it now. This is nuts. Who's come up with these? I don't know. Propprofs.com. <laughs> <laughs> at the start of... Say the question again. At the start of, at the, start of the 2010-11 season, how many United players have ca- captained their country on at least one occasion? What squad 11? players? <laughs> 11, 11, 13, 15, 8, 10, 9. Okay. Um, go fuck yourself, Dave. 13 is my lucky number. Correct! Yeah! Hey! Uh, which four United players won the European Footballer of the Year award while at the club? Beckham. I've oh, got it. Renaud. Hold on. Oh, go on. Four? You go just on. want four? Yeah. Why are you giving me names? Go on. What, you won the four Ballon d'Or winners? Yeah. Dennis Law, Bobby Charlton, George Best, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. Get Now he's back on track. I think this website's from 12 years ago. <laughs> Just yeah, you do, this, you do this every week. You find a website that's 18 years <laughs> old. Current manager, Sir Alex Ferguson. <laughs> as of, they keep saying as of, as of the 2010-11 season... Which two current Manchester United players were born on the continent of Africa? Smalling, Anderson, Nanny, Ferdinand, Valencia, Hargreaves, Bebe, or Evra? So I'm thinking if I don't answer it, this question will just go away. <laughs> are, you, are you giving me the answers in twos? I'm just giving you a load of players. You got to pick two of them. Okay. Who were born on the continent of Africa? Uh, the 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 second and the fifth. Who are the second and the fifth players? Anderson and Valencia. There you go. Nanny and Evra. We're nearly there. Okay. Which club did Alex Ferguson start his managerial career? Oh. Rangers. No. East Stirling. Mm. Aberdeen. St Mirren. St Johnston. Airdrie. Oh my God. Well, look, we know he was successful at Aberdeen, right? But yeah, we know that. Was it his first team? I've got in my head St Mirren, but I couldn't have been St Mirren. I'm going to go St Mirren. It's in my head, St Mirren. It's not, is it? East Sterling. Fucking hell. No, he should have been Paul Scholes as captain England. True or false? That's a great question. Thank you. At last. Well, you didn't make him, Davis, to stop taking credit for him, yeah? All skulls as Captain England. He must have done, right? He must have done. True. Hold on. Incorrect. False. Hold on. Can I, can I go back on that? I'm going to go for false. Is that right? Okay, we'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you've got that one right. 
When Andrew Cole signed for Man United in January '95, what squad number was he given? These are horrible, horrible, horrible questions. Well, you can't, you can't be nine. That's too obvious, right? One of my favourite players. Is it seventeen? Yes, it is. Wow, that's impressive. Thank you. Hardest question of the day. He's got right. If you chartered a jet. <laughs> This That's the start of a maths question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the birthplaces of two current Man United players, 2010-2011 squad. <laughs> yeah. Which two would provide you with the furthest journey? Right, it's got to be one of the... Let's think about this logically. It's got to be one of the South Americans. Anderson, De Silva, Valencia, Evra, Nani. There you go. So Anderson's got to be on there. Because if it's a Brazil's, what, 11-hour flight? From England. Have I got to phone a friend? I'm going to phone no. John. Yeah, you can phone John. Go on, go on. Say the names again. That's we, a this good, is, that's this a, should that's be a nice little addition. Phone John. This should be a pretty. This should be a pretty logical. Somebody tells me you're on. making this up as we go, Dave. <laughs> David, say the names again. Hargreaves, Park, Anderson, De Silva. Park, Park will be in there. He's yeah. Asia. It's got to be. It's got to be Park to. Park to Anderson? Is, is no, no, Korea no, to Brazil? No, That's got to no, be a no. long flight. Park to Hargreaves. Oh, I mean, so, yeah, so the debate is yeah, the debate is what's longer, Korea to England or Brazil to England. Yeah. Is that your final answer? Yes, it is, David. You sure? No. Uh, the answer is Park to Rafael de Silva. Fuck's sake. I get half a point. You do. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, do. We'll, we'll give you point we'll give you point five. <laughs> you do. Right, we're nearly there. Who is the youngest ever player to have played a competitive game for Man United? George Best, Ryan Giggs, Jeff Whitefoot, Duncan Edwards, Norman Whiteside. Great question again. Um, Didn't know this. Go on, David. Take take credit for the the question. The fact that I know about Duncan Edwards, Giggsy, Best, but the other fellow I don't. What's the other fellow's name? Jeff Whitefoot. Why would that name be in there is my thinking. So I can only go with Jeff Whitefoot. You're correct. Well done. Super process of elimination. Thank you. Which was the last English team Manchester United played before the Munich air disaster? Oh my word. What a question that is. Thank you. Oh. Is it is in the film, isn't it? The, that, is it the... What's the song? The film? The Busby Babe? Is that what it is? I don't know what the film is. But that one, it's in that. I'm pretty sure. Have you got the result there? I'm sure we scored three goals in that game. Mm, no. I think. Are you thinking of the first game back after? No, I'm thinking of the one before because I've seen the program. Oh. I want to say Wolves, but I know it's not Wolves. It's Spurs, Arsenal, oh. Liverpool, Chelsea, Leeds United, Wrexham, or Everton. So you've got multiple choice of you. Yeah. So why? Yeah, why have you only just whacked out the multiple Jeez. choice just now, David? Dawned on me. Give me a again. Five minutes. Spurs, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, Leeds, Wrexham or Everton. It's um, either Wrexham or Everton. And I'm thinking, why would anyone put Wrexham on that list? Wrexham. Are you sure? No. I don't think it is Wrexham, actually. I want to say Everton. 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 Is that your final answer? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, answer is Spurs. Oh, OK, I wouldn't have got that. And the final question. From which... 
Oh no, I'll bring my own question up. Oh. How old? I always do a how old at the end. How Why old? do you do how old? How old is Dennis Irwin? But well, now? Oh. Yeah. Right, let me try and work this out. So Dennis Irwin <laughs> would have been playing in 96, and I reckon he was about 20... Right, let's say he was born in 61. Is that too old? Let's say he was born in 62, Dennis Irwin. So if he was, he would be 61 now. Does Dennis Irwin look 61? <laughs> Usually you add on a year or you take a year away. I'm going to chuck on eight, a year. 60. Dennis Irwin is 60. Can he be that old? Quite old, isn't it? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go Maybe back. Maybe he is. What? Maybe he is. Let me just go back. Maybe he is. He's the same team as Sharpie quite a bit. And when we signed him... Did you say 62 is old, David? For Dennis Irwin? No, as in, as it, is it an old age? Would you consider yourself old at 62? Yeah. 57. Is that your phone answer? <laughs> Hold on. He's some real maths going into this. <laughs> I really want to get this one. Uh, if he, if in 96 he was... If in 96 he was 26, he was born in 70. No, that can't be right. 58. Dennis Irwin is 58. The correct answer... I'll tell you that for the break. No, the correct answer is 58. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. No way. Get that in. is ridiculous. Get tell in. you what, the age question gets two points. That's okay. a new... Uh, Get in. That's unbelievable. That's, that's, that is actually mental that you've got that right. Yeah, that's I really good. Right, let me just tally up. My date yeah. can't yeah, get any good. better than that. 58. That's good. that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, we, we've got the final scores in. Here we go. What's, hold on, drum roll, please. What's the number to beat? Oh. Well, you want to be above the bottom, yeah? <laughs> so I'm not going to be the best, then? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. The top is 14. Okay, uh, okay. What's uh, the bottom? Uh, the bottom is three. Oh, well, no, I've, I've beaten that. I've just got two for that one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, because of the uh, the travel flight question, Andy Goldstein sits on nine and a half I'll take that. points. <laughs> is that good? Yeah. You're third. I'm, yeah, third. You're third. Third in the table. Oh, I've got a medal. Happy days. You're behind. Going Champions League. Thank you, Andy. It's been my pleasure, boys. I thank you very much. Love, honestly, I loved it. I loved I it. I knew it'd be easy. I knew it'd be fun. <laughs> I knew I wouldn't have to do any research. <laughs> <laughs> I just love picking your brain. You've been in there. You've been in it's there. It's a pleasure. Thank you, mate. My pleasure. Nice meeting you as well, John. Nice to meet you too, Andy. And if, when you put this out on social, let me know. Or, or Dave, let me know. And I'll...